Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know what? Totally, completely bonkers, like insane, right? (laughs) Totally nuts. How the libs and their media cronies are so eager to accept misinformation about coronavirus in Florida, because, of course, it's a Republican governor in Florida, while completely ignoring potentially explosive misinformation about the origins of coronavirus from the Chinese Communist Party. We have absolutely reached peak stupid. We are in a vortex of stupid. We just cannot possibly escape anymore. I mean, we can because we're not in the vortex, but the liberals are in the vortex. There's no getting out. Oh, my gosh. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online privacy and activity from prying eyeballs. Get a VPN. Don't wait. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. I got a loaded show for you today. I've got that story. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. This is a liberal thinking. Or a Chinese Communist Party. Who's a bigger threat to the United States of America? This is liberal. They're They're weighing it out. They're not really sure. They're not really sure. Got that. I've also got a crazy story about the, the Inequality Act being pitched as the Equality Act why this will be the destruction of, uh, of of any objective truth. And also at the end, I've got a video of Kamala Harris, which is just, as Guy said before the show, totally bizarre. All right, today's show brought to you by friends at Teeter. You know I love Teeter. Can't say enough about him. The Teeter inversion table uses gravity in your own body weight to decompress your spine and relieve pressure on your discs, surrounding nerves, and your joints. Decompressing on a Teeter inversion table... For a few minutes a day is a great addition to anyone's daily routine. I do it twice. Helps you maintain a healthy spine and active lifestyle without the pain. If you have back pain, if you don't have back pain yet, get a teeter, invert every day. Keep your back and joints feeling great. One of the great bennies of this as well. I get a little teeter high when I come off it. I don't know what it is. Blood flow to the brain, whatever it may be, but I love it. I feel like a new man when I get off it. Use it twice a day. It's great for my shoulders too. Some products I talk about I use regularly, some I don't, but I love it. I've done my homework. It's the best inversion table on the market. Over 3 million people have put their trust in Teeter. They're the best known name in inversion tables since way back in 1981. For Bongino listeners only, get the latest Teeter Fit Spine Inversion Table with bonus accessories, stretch max handles, and easy reach ankle system for $100 off. Teeter Inversion Tables have thousands of reviews on Amazon with a 4.7 star rating. With this exclusive deal, you get $100 off when you go to teeter.com slash Dan. Also free shipping, a 60-day money-back guarantee, and easy financing options with a firm. So now's the time to try it out. Remember, you can only get the Teeter Fit Spine Inversion Table for $100 off plus free shipping when you go to teeter.com slash Dan. Don't, uh, don't mess up the URL. That's teeter.com slash Dan, T-E-E-T-E-R.com slash Dan. Check it out today. All right, Joe, let's go. All right. All right. So here we go. So, uh, you know, again, who... <laughs> You know, I try to dig into, it's a very disturbing experience, but I try to probe into the cerebral cortex of the of the everyday average liberal every day. And when I get in there, I'm like freaked out. It's like that J-Lo movie, The Cell, when you're like, they go into like the dream state and have to get into the mind of, of, of the really weird folks. And they get in there, they go all freaked out. I'm trying to get into the mind of the average liberal. And it, the insanity and the vortex of stupid we live in is overwhelming. What do I mean? So in the morning, you know, I have an alternative to the Drudge Report called BonginoReport.com, where we, where we put real news out there. And Drudge, who's gone completely left, had this story headline today. Now, you read this story, the headline, is, I wonder if it's still up. Let me look. I haven't even checked. This, I haven't done this during the show in a while, but it's a Drudge Report. Here we go. <laughs> headline, Drudge, not messing with you. There's my phone right there. Florida COVID numbers get new scrutiny. Research finds 5,000 more dead. Oh, man. Here we go, buddy. Joe, 5,000 more dead. You're like, wow, this is crazy. It is. Florida, Republican Governor Ron DeSantis. Yesterday, trending on Twitter, Death Santis. He did it again. That crazy Ron DeSantis, who's he's he's blowing it for all the Floridians out there who love Ron DeSantis, by the way. So I thought to myself, okay, let me let me read this this article. So. You know, headline of the article you see right here at Yahoo News. Florida COVID numbers face new scrutiny by Alexander Nazarian. Like, oh, okay, this could be bad. Now, this is, you know, keep in mind, Yahoo News and media people and all, everything they write about a Republican, you should uh, take with an extra degree of scrutiny. Headlining on Drudge, 
headlining on Drudge. So you're figuring, okay, Republican governor of Florida really blew it. He's hiding something. He's definitely hiding something because Drudge and Yahoo believe it to be so. Or at least kind of implying that. So I I did this thing, Joe, that most liberals don't do. Um, I actually read the article. No. (laughs) What? (laughs) Crazy. Gee, I read it. I read the article. He's shaking his head like, why did you do that? You should have just taken the drudge headline. He's like, he's like, why did you waste your time, you dope? How do I work with this idiot? You read the article. What a moron. So I read the article looking for all this misinformation from Republican Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida, Joe. Apparently he's hiding legions of coronavirus deaths. So I go down and I see this little gem from the article. It says, Ron DeSantis Definitely hid coronavirus. Just kidding. That's not what it says. Here's what it actually says. There's a researcher called named uh, Tatar, and it says, quote, Tatar's findings have not been universally accepted. His findings that there may have been shenanigans with the COVID numbers in Florida. Back to the piece. It says, Lauren Rossen, a statistician for the National Center for Health Studies at the Center for Disease Control of the CDC. So you'd think she would kind of know something, right? I mean, the Biden administration is kind of running that now. She's analyzed the excess deaths and told Yahoo News that, wait, 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 hold on. What does that say again? I just want to be, Joe, if I'm not reading this right, stop me short, please. She says she saw nothing exceptionally suspicious in Florida's excess death numbers. Quote, Florida doesn't stand out to me, she said. That's not what Drudge says. That's not what the headline seems to imply here. That's really weird. This is the headline on Drudge. Liberals, of course, today, again, to give you the theme of the show, we're talking about contrast today. Again, foils, foils, diamonds on black backgrounds, how the liberal media, the foil here, how they will immediately accept at face value and pump and promote misinformation about Florida because they don't read the actual article while taking at face value the Chinese Communist Party story about the origins of coronavirus. I'll get to that in a second. So I read a little further. He's shaking his head again like, why'd you do that? You moron, you read down further. You should have just taken the drudge headline and saved your time, right? Would have helped. So I read down a little further and I found this little gem. Quote, so this is another researcher, Salemi. Salemi runs a Florida-focused coronavirus dashboard and frequently talks to state epidemiologists. This is what uh, Salemi said. Quote, I don't think there's anything egregious going on with the data, he told Yahoo News. I would know. I'm just constantly in these data. Well, here's another one. Weinberger, a Yale epidemiologist, also said that his analysis indicated that Florida's, quote, gap between COVID-19 and excess deaths was about average. Um, I know. I know you think I made a mistake. The liberals watching the show actually reading the piece. But, you know, I have to tell you, I mean this to all my conservative, libertarian, Republican, insane Democratic friends out there. Your life, will be, the quality of your life will be geometrically greater if you stop accepting at face value Twitter headlines and actually read the articles before commenting. Now, I know my conservative, libertarian, Republican, insane Democrat friends listening know that, but for the libs listening, you may want to try that sometime. So that's the headline on Drudge leading you to believe because, again, liberals and media lunatics love to promote misinformation about Florida because they don't actually read the piece. Remember the thing yesterday we put up, Joe, about the PolitiFact that the Georgia voting law? Like, yeah. Georgia voting law. <laughs> you know, it's illegal to give water to people on a voting line. And then you actually read the story and it says, it's not illegal to give water to people on a voting line. You're like... <laughs> what a miss! What a, did you read the actual? Thing? This happens all the time. It's a head scratcher. It's a head scratcher. It's a it's a gavel head scratcher because my elbows, you know, sometimes don't actually work. So there we go. Let's paint this contrast here. So now we've established tenant number one of the first opening block of today's show, right? That insane liberals and media people will immediately promote a piece of misinformation, despite scientists and data analysts saying otherwise. Florida misleading people about coronavirus. Article, Florida is not misleading people about coronavirus, okay? So they'll promote that. But then when it comes to what seems to be a serious, hardcore chunk of misinformation and disinformation 
out of China about the origins of the coronavirus. The Biden administration, everyone else, are they're, they're noticeably quiet on this. What do I mean? Let's go to this Washington Examiner piece. I'm going to play a video and then go to a screenshot from the piece. This will be up in my newsletter, bongito.com slash newsletter. Please subscribe, by the way. We're at over 500,000 subscribers, and I really appreciate it. It's all free, of course. Jerry Dunleavy from Washington Examiner. WHO investigator admits it took China's word on the Wuhan lab leak. Oh, okay. So, so just to be clear, this is a, it's a double head scratcher here. Um, so you have like three or four scientists in a Yahoo News story saying, hey, um, this whole story about Florida misleading people about coronavirus. Yeah, I checked that out. And uh, we don't really think there's any there there, but it's a headline on Drudge. And liberals yesterday, death Santis. Ron DeSantis is murdering people in Florida because they're stupid, because they're just dumb. But yet when China tells the WHO, when they say, Joe, when they say to WHO investigators or um, investigating the origins of the coronavirus, potentially out of the Wuhan Institute of Virology, right? Mm-hmm. China says, no, no, don't worry. It did not leak from our lab. No sweat, fellas. No, how do it, it came from a bat? And the investigators go, How do you know that? Well, we just know, and you should take our word for it. WHO's like, Yeah, 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 that sounds great. Good, good. But let's go attack DeSantis. That's, that's even better. Right. Here's a video of one of the investigators. I'm going to show you a kind of conflict of interest I would think he has here. But this is a guy on 60 Minutes by the name of Peter Dazak. Peter Daszak was interviewing at Leslie Stahl, who shockingly does a, um, a surprising act of journalism, which rarely happens with Leslie. But he's on 60 Minutes, and this is one of the investigators who was involved with this WHO China report that was looking into if the coronavirus leaked from their Wuhan Institute of Virology. So I want you to notice at the end of this piece how Leslie Stahl's like, wait, wait, wait. So China just told you it didn't leak from the lab and you believe them? Even she, Leslie Stahl, Joe, Leslie Stahl, believe me, no bastion of hardcore conservatism. He was like, uh, what? Check this out. We met with them. We said, do you audit the lab? And they said, annually? Did you audit it after the outbreak? Yes. Was anything found? No. Do you test your staff? Yes. But no. you're just was- taking their word for it. Well, what else can we do? There's a limit to what you can do. And we went right up to that limit. We asked them tough questions. They weren't vetted in advance. Uh, and the answers they gave, we found to be um, believable, um, correct, and convincing. Okay, uh, case closed, folks. <laughs> Jury's in. <laughs> case closed. Don't worry. The Chinese Communist Party, always known for their dignity, integrity, honor, valor, and morality. Kidding, of course. Uh, they said, no worries. We audited it, and the coronavirus definitely did not come from the lab in Wuhan, where coronavirus originated, where we studied coronaviruses and engaged in gain-of-function tests, and which the State Department had warned about in the past had suspect security mechanisms for maintaining custody of coronaviruses. (laughs) Don't worry. They said no. They said no. Scientists, of course, said that the Florida story is BS, too, but don't worry about that. Let's discard that and let's headline on Drudge how uh, uh, Ron DeSantis is actively involved in some kind of like cover up here. We're implying as much. Let's go back to that Washington Examiner piece. You notice that gentleman who was just interviewed by Leslie Stahl from 60 Minutes, Peter Daszak, who says, don't worry, Chinese government told us they didn't audit. So everybody stand easy. Muster deck NYPD 1997. I'll never stand easy. So stand easy, folks. Don't worry. Peter Daszak said the Chinese government told him they had nothing to do with the leak of the coronavirus. It was definitely animal to human. <laughs> well, let's go back to the Washington Examiner piece. Here's a screenshot from him. Quote, Peter Daszak, the leader of the Eco Health Alliance, which steered at least $600,000 in National Institutes of Health funding to the Wuhan Institute of Virology for bat virus research, has defended China's coronavirus response and previously criticized the Biden administration for being skeptical of the WHO China report. I, 
I got a from Joe from D, but <laughs> I, I'm not concerned at all. A guy who steered funding over there yeah. does or is involved in the investigation. They tell him there's nothing to see here. He then says there's nothing to see here. I guess there's nothing to see here, folks. We should definitely focus on Ron DeSantis in Florida and his alleged cover-up of COVID deaths, despite people on the ground actively involved in looking at the data from COVID deaths, saying, yeah, I don't see anything. What does he say? Quote, the woman says, Florida doesn't stand out to me. And then the guy says, I don't think there's anything egregious here. But yeah, that's right. That's right. Let's focus on Florida. Forget the Chinese Communist Party. Hey, as I said yesterday, Monday, we talked about contrasts. You just saw one. Yesterday, we talked about priorities. It's about priorities. And when your priorities are to create a contrast, making the United States and Republicans seem like evil coronavirus serial killers and the Chinese Socialist Party to seem like these uh, the top of the totem pole, moral high ground, you know, socialist saints, then you see exactly what's going on. Shockingly, this story gets even worse about the coronavirus from Wuhan and its origins. There's an interesting piece in the Wall Street Journal today, the Wuhan whitewash, about this WHO report on COVID's origins, that it, quote, echoes Chinese propaganda. <laughs> Gee, you think? Let's go to screenshot number one from this to show you just how troubling this story really is. They say yet enough already is known about the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Don't worry, Peter Daszak says nothing to see here. You heard what he said to Leslie Stahl. Don't worry, the Chinese government told us that they audited it, so no worries. Says enough is known about this to suggest this lack of credibility. In 2018, U.S. officials warned in diplomatic cables about safety and management issues at the Wuhan Institute of Virology that could lead to a pandemic. Huh? This is especially troubling because the Wuhan Institute of Virology conducted, quote, uh, we talked about this yesterday, gain-of-function research on coronaviruses that theoretically can enable them to infect a new species. So... Back in 2018, our own State Department and diplomatic cables was warned about the Wuhan Institute of Virology, apparently their security protocols. They were conducting gain of function, gain function, making the virus more functional, more lethal, more contagious, and potentially able to jump species. It does exactly that. And we're all supposed to sit back and say, Ron DeSantis did it. It was Death, death, it was Desnatus. Death, Desnatus. We're all supposed, this is, this is the liberal worldview. Death, Desnatus did it. And these people are, they take themselves seriously. These, I'm sorry, a large swath of liberals are some of the dumbest human beings on planet Earth. I'm really sorry. I get the, I always get emails after these shows. Dan, you're never going to convert liberals that way. I'm done trying. Trying to talk insane people into why they, you know, listen, there's nobody following you is not going to work. These people are insane. They are eager to give the Chinese Communist Party a pass while making sure to get trending on social media that Ron DeSantis is killing people in Florida. It's like, hey, Libs, Chinese government was doing gain of function experiments with bat coronaviruses. A bat coronavirus that infected people and led to the Oh, don't worry. Desnatus did it. It was definitely Desnatus. Here's part two of this Wall Street Journal piece. where It gets, gets even better. Joe Biden's administration, Joe, has taken a hard stand on this WHO China report, which everybody is suspect of. Just kidding, folks. Quote, Wall Street Journal. The Biden... He got nervous there, didn't he? Yeah. The Biden administration hasn't taken a definitive position on the lab leak theory, but COVID-19 spokesman Anthony Fauci, Fauci's back, Fauci's back, played down the idea last week. This guy, <laughs> this guy, Fauci. Dr. Fauci's institute financed work at the Wuhan Institute of Virology and is backed gain-of-function research. Ah, just a dink. He's the wrong man to reassure the public about lab research on coronaviruses. You think? That may be understatement of the century right there. I warned you, folks. 
This situation is only getting darker and darker and darker as the liberals and the media's war on objective truth, truth, facts, and data continues. It is an absolute disgrace what's going on right now. All right, let me get to my second sponsor. I want to move on to this next story, which is uh, if it doesn't blow your mind and frighten the hell out of you, um, I don't know what will. The left's war on language and facts, facts continues. All right, today's show brought to you by our friends at Bravo Company Manufacturing. Started in a garage by a Marine veteran more than two decades ago, Bravo Company Manufacturing, or BCM for short, builds a, listen, a professional-grade product built to combat standards. True story. I was at a gun show this weekend in Florida. I like gun shows. And ran into a guy. He knows who he is. He, was, he had a, you know, a little booth set up. It was pretty nice. And he listens to my show. No joke. Loves, loves, loves BCM rifles. Why? Because BCM believes the same level of protection should be provided to every American, regardless of their private citizen or professional. And he knew that. He, was he couldn't stop talking about the BCM rifles. Bravo Company Manufacturing is not a sporting arms company. They design, engineer, manufacture life-saving equipment. There's a difference. BCM assumes when a rifle leaves their shop, it will be used in a life-or-death situation by a responsible citizen law enforcement officer or soldier overseas. So quality is all that matters to them. BCM rifles are hand assembled and tested by Americans in Heartland, Wisconsin to a life-saving standard. They put people before their products because they feel it's their moral responsibility to provide high quality tools that will not fail. God forbid you have to use them in a life-saving scenario. Ladies and gentlemen, the uh, BCM works with the leading instructors of marksmanship. These guys do not mess around. To learn more about Bravo Company Manufacturing, I need you to do this. Head on over to Bravo Company MFG.com, like Mary Frank George. We can discover more about their products, special offers, and upcoming news. That's Bravo Company MFG.com. You can also check out their YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Bravo Company USA. All right. Thanks, BCM. We appreciate it. Okay. Folks, one of the evergreen themes of now the many years I've been doing this show has been the left's war on objective truth. I, and, and without trying to sound overly intellectual about it, which is unnecessary, it's the left's war on reality. The left's war on facts, the left's war on data. And I've, I've it's, I don't mean to get too wonky on the show, but this is critical that you understand this. That there is a reason conservatives believe in objective truths and that liberals don't. And the reason is very simple. Get ready for it. Keep this in. Don't ever, ever forget this. Add this to my golden rules, Joe. Maybe this is number five. Joe's got the right. list somewhere. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's an informal list. The entire essence of leftism, liberalism, collectivism, and socialism is the idea that you will take orders and your commands from government officials. You get it? I'm trying to make this very simple. Yep. And in order to do that, you have to acknowledge that they are the anointed ones. They are superior to you in intellect and in planning abilities. That's their whole reason for being. You people are too stupid. You're the deplorable idiots. We're the smart people in government. We went to Harvard. You're morons. And you should listen to us because we know better. In order to do that, sometimes these liberals at the top of the totem pole of power and liberalism, they have to wipe out objective truths because everything has to be subject to their subjective judgment. I'm, if that was overly complicated, I'm deeply sorry. But it is an important point. You have to be subjected to their judgment. There can be no objective truth. Why? Because then their judgment doesn't matter. Right. If they judge you suck and your taxes should go up because you're an evil rich person, they don't have to provide any data or reality. You should listen to them because you're an idiot, deplorable moron who voted for Trump and they're smarter than you. So there are no objective truths. Like math matters. Whenever you raise taxes, tax revenue goes down because people avoid paying. That doesn't matter. We don't do math here. Trust my judgment, you deplorable, smelly people. Does that make sense? Yeah. Any objective truth or standard has to be wiped out because you are to trust the subjective judgment of the liberal small G gods they feign themselves to be. Yeah, yeah. It's a war. You get that? Joe and yeah. I have been talking about this for, for since the beginning, since my basement in Saverna Park. Yep. When this show had 
100 listeners and we thought we made it big. Yeah. It's a war. It's a war figuratively with reality. So I saw this piece at the Wall Street Journal this morning. I thought, ha, here we go again. Wall Street Journal. The Equality Act is at war with reality. I call it the Inequality Act. Every child knows the difference between mom and dad. But Congress seeks to outlaw the distinction. Ladies and gentlemen, if there was ever, ever an objective truth, it's that you are, we, human beings are born one of two genders. This was never controversial in human history until liberals got a hold of it and they were like, wait, what? Objective truth? We can't have that. We have to, I'm not kidding. Oh man, I throw this at the screen if I could to emphasize to you how important it is you understand this. Any objective truth, no matter how obvious to liberals, has to be wiped out because they want you to trust their subjective judgment. Anything, even the idea that there are two sexes. This piece is wonderfully, wonderfully written. Here's the first screen cap from the piece where the author talks about how they must, the liberals, must eliminate distinction between the sexes. Again, because it's an objective truth. They can't have that. It says, quote, for modern revolutionaries, it wasn't enough to go after civilization, its traditions, values, and class distinctions. They had to revolt against human nature itself. That, according to the philosopher Augusto Del Noche, was the chief target of the sexual revolution when it severed the link between sex and generation. But as the Marxist feminist Shalamith Firestone said decades ago, that's not enough. Listen to this, folks. Listen, listen, this is important. Marxism here. The end goal must be the elimination of the sex distinction itself. The revolution is now at our doorstep. I, I bring this up because I know a lot of you say to yourselves, I know because I did too before I did a real deep dive into what collectivism and socialism was all about. A lot of you say to yourself, like, how crazy is this going to get? Are one day they going to are they going to ignore the very biological chromosomal differences between male and female uh, uh, human beings? Yes, we're here right now. Why the constant attacks on people of faith, by the way, who believe this that God created males and females distinct from each other? Because folks, people of faith are the last guardians of truth. Collectivists, leftists are the enemies of truth. Truth requires it to be objective. Joe, if it's true, correct, it means it's true to everyone. Yes. That makes it the truth. That's the truth. The left can't have that. That's the truth. The left can't have objective truth. Because if there's an objective truth, there's nothing they can do subjectively to impose their judgment upon you because it won't change that objective truth. So they have to wipe it out. This second screenshot from this piece is an absolute gem. It's a quote by G.K. Chesterton. It says, why then invoke religious freedom? Because those who believe in the invisible order are now the last custodians of the visible one. G.K. Chesterton predicted this more than a century ago. Listen to this quote about how all objective truth will be denied Religious people who believe in objective truth, God-given rights, all of that stuff, it's objective. You can't, there's no judgment involved. Everybody has God-given rights. They will be wiped out. Listen to this quote about how everything will be denied. Quote, everything will be denied. Everything will become a creed. It is a reasonable position to deny the stones in the street. It'll be religious dogma to assert them. Fires will be kindled to testify that two and two make four. Swords will be drawn to prove that leaves are green in summer. We shall be left defending not only the incredible virtues and sanities of human life, but something more incredible still, this huge impossible universe which stares us in the face. Here we go. My prediction's at your doorstep now. Religious folks, religion and faith being blamed for immutable human truths. Oh, that's a religious belief that there's a male and a female. It is? I thought it was just a simple act of fact and science and reality. Everything will be denied. It's 
not going to get any better, ladies and gentlemen. It'll only get worse. So the left, they don't only ignore reality and their overall philosophy. They ignore reality every day of their lives. Now, I want you to, I'm, I'm sorry to have to expose you um, to the increasingly ridiculous, absurd AOC. Uh, really, one of the most incompetent people to ever swear into the United States Congress, which really speaks to the vacuum liberal dunces live in that this is the intellectual scion of their movement. A person who knows nothing about anything with zero relevant life experience to lecture anyone is now the Stephen Hawking of liberalism. She is the, they, 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 they chant when they see her. Uh, uh, they, they get on their knees and genuflect to this lightweight. Here's AOC pulling two tricks here. She's going to talk about the immigration crisis in this clip. And again, I'm sorry to expose this to you. You will lose 10 IQ points listening to this person. Here she uses two stunts. Number one, she ignores reality. She's talking about the immigration crisis at the border, which you can all see with your own eyes. But again, she wants you to subject it to her judgment, not yours. So ignore the objective reality. Watch this video. That's trick number one. Ignore reality. And second, she plays the euphemism game again to invoke racism. Racism. It's not about immigration. It's about racism. Two stunts the left is famous for. But AOC, she's not even smart enough to pull this one off. Check this out. Anyone who's using the term surge around you consciously is trying to invoke a militaristic frame. And that's a problem because these, this is not a surge. These are children and they are not insurgents and we are not being invaded, which by the way, is a white supremacist idea, philosophy, the idea that if an other is coming in the population, that this is like an invasion of who we are. What the hell was that? What does that even mean? Notice the stunts? Yeah. Ignore reality. This is not a surge. Surge. Surge is related to insurgent. No, it's not. Did, can you read a dictionary? I had it. Folks, for the liberals listening, I know this is hard. I actually went in a search engine and looked up Merriam Webster's dictionary definition of surge. Here it is on the screen. To rise and fall actively, to rise and move in waves or billows. In other words, when waves of immigrants come, it's a surge. It's not related even remotely to insurgent. That's like saying like the word can is somehow related to like cantilever. And you can't use those two words. What are you even talking about? Letters are arranged in all kinds of ways in the English language, and not every single word has the same derivative or means the same thing. Are you really this dopey? Holy Moses. What kind of, I mean, listen, I know liberals aren't that bright, but how stupid do you have to be to be listening to this person? Surge at the border. This is not a war. Surge insurgents. So if AOC's right, implying that the word surge is related to insurgent because she can't use a search engine and open a dictionary. <laughs> then clearly Joe Biden wants a war at the border. Oh my gosh, did you just say that? I did. I'm just applying AOC's ridiculous euphemism game, transferring the words, using other words, changing the meaning of words. Fake euphemism, not even real euphemisms. So clearly, Joe Biden wants a war at the border. If the word surge implies insurgent in some relationship to warfare. You don't believe me? Listen to Joe Biden himself clearly calling for war at the southern border. Check this out. What I would do as president is several more things because things have changed. I would, in fact, make sure that there is we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. AOC, you better get with Joe Biden. Calling for warfare at the southern border. Surge. Surge. Insurgents. He's calling for insurgents to go to the border. Of course he's not. Because I actually believe in the English language. Unlike AOC, who again just ignores reality. And, and I got to tell you, I'm not kidding. It's not a joke. I, you know, I obviously don't like this woman's ridiculous politics. 
But I'm not kidding when I say I'm not even sure she knows what she did. She is so not bright that she may actually believe surge and insurgent mean the same thing. I'm not joking. She may actually believe that. Maybe she should call out Joe Biden immediately then for calling for warfare at the border. Oh my gosh. Again, the wiping out of objective truth. Objective truth, the meanings of words. We all agree, correct, ladies and gentlemen, that an apple is an apple. We all know what an apple looks like. Round, can come in a few different colors. Generally a stem at the top. Macintosh, different flavor. We, we know that, right? We have categories for what something is. When someone comes to you and tells you, like AOC telling you surge means insurgent, that an apple is an orange, rest assured it's a liberal. All right, let me get to my next story because this is uh, deeply disturbing stuff. So I got this tip last night. The leftists right now are just turning up the fascism dial. Oh my gosh, really, Dan? That's a bold statement. No, no, it's true. Between eliminating you from public life, preventing you from banking if you're a conservative, trying to get you deplatformed and uh, unable to speak on Substack, social media, Twitter, Facebook, and elsewhere, um, insulting you, haunting you, following you around. Um, you know, liberals just, really, I mean, they're Antifa and BLM terrorists on the street burning down businesses. Leftists are really turning up the fascism dial. They don't want anybody talking anywhere, and it's getting ugly. I can't wait. Before I get this story, I just want to say one, because I don't want to leave you with this story in a really kind of morose day, because these first two stories have been kind of downers, and I understand. But I do want to say, and I'm not trying to be either on the other end, one of these Pollyannish folks either. Folks, human behavior comes in cycles. We've seen this throughout human history. You know, the Renaissance following just the uh, ignoring of science for years. We sadly, this happens. We go through these cycles of just dark intellectual times where dopey, silly people like AOC become the intellectual titans. There is always a rebound and a quest for truth. Always. This is a country that's yearned for liberty since its founding. We will come back. Come back from what? From stories like this. I got this uh, last night. Someone texted me this and said, you're never going to believe this. Lara Trump, the wife of Eric Trump and a, a, a pretty darn good um, activist herself. Lara Trump, she has a show uh, on, on Rumble uh, and elsewhere. And during the show, she made a big mistake, Joe. She decided it would be a good idea to interview her father-in-law, Donald Trump. Oh, man. Not really. Yeah, I know. No, crazy, right? What a, what a wacko interviewing her. Guy was only the former president. I mean, <sighs> what would he have to say that could be interesting? Crazy time for Laura Trump. So huge mistake because the uh, Facebook fascist apparently didn't like that. So this is an email that was sent about Laura Trump's interview, which they were going to put on Instagram and Facebook. It's a real email. It says, hi, folks. <laughs> I love how they start that way. I saw on Laura Trump's Instagram account that she'll be hosting an interview with President Trump tonight. Just a reminder. I love how they did. Just a reminder that content posted on Facebook and Instagram in the voice of President Trump is not currently allowed on our platforms, including new posts with President Trump speaking. This is not a joke. This is real and will be removed if posted, resulting in additional limitations on accounts that posted it. The guidance applies to all campaign accounts and pages, including Team Trump, other campaign messaging vehicles, and former surrogates. Best from a person at that entity. So the Facebook fascists are at it again. I told you, though, they think the tide would turn. You know, I am an investor in Rumble, so I, I always disclose that. But we're building and constructing an entirely parallel economy to get away from these fascist liberal lunatics and their little terror-invoking buddies that burn down businesses and everything like that. And ladies and gentlemen, although it's still in its infancy, it's going really well. Because if you'll notice on the homepage of Rumble, 
where I host my podcast. On podcasts, if you scroll down, there's the interview right there where you can actually do this crazy thing like listen to President Trump and draw your own judgments about what he says. I know that's nuts to liberal fascists who want to put the thumb on the scale of free speech everywhere because they don't believe in free speech. They're fascists. But companies like Rumble, which I'm an investor in, we actually believe you can draw your own conclusions. I know it's a crazy thought. You can see it up on the screen right now. If you're watching on Rumble, you can see the screenshot of Rumble. We put it up on the homepage yesterday. Podcast, The Right View with President Donald J. Trump. That's the show hosted by Laura Trump. You can actually subscribe to her channel right there. And you know what would be really great? If you gave the double-barreled middle finger to Facebook and Instagram and a little fascist work in there, and you subscribe to Rumble.com on Laura Trump's channel too. You'll see we've got a lot more there too. There's the Ron Paul Liberty Report. What else? The Dan Bongino Show. And then you'll say, oh, Ben Shapiro Show up there too. Yeah, crazy. You got a platform that actually believes in antiquated ideas, Joe, like, you know, free speech. <laughs> crazy time now. All right. Um, let me get to my last sponsor. And on the other side of this, here's what I got coming up. How bad is the illegal immigration surge at the border? There was a thread on Twitter from a reporter who, again, engaged in a shocking act of journalism. I believe she works for CBS. I had some really stunning pictures and info on there. I've got that and you know what, if we're running out of time, I got to get to this infrastructure bill and just the hilarity of how the New York Times covered the Trump infrastructure bill and the Biden one. Hilarious. Hat tip Eddie Zipper for picking <clears throat> for picking that one out. All right, our last sponsor today, LifeLock. The IRS issued an urgent warning about a new scam <clears throat> to steal the electronic filing identification numbers from tax professionals over email. Cyber criminals can use this information to file fraudulent tax returns. No good. Tax professionals should be aware of the latest phishing scams, but individuals, you have to take steps to protect yourself too and your family. I'm going to throw that in there because I have this for my family, not just me. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day, we put our information at risk on the internet. In an instant, a cybercriminal can harm what's yours, your finances, and your credit. That's why we have LifeLock. That's why I have LifeLock and have had LifeLock way before they were even a sponsor. I had my identity stolen. It was a total disaster. Took me a year to clean up the mess. What does LifeLock do? They help you detect a wide range of identity threats like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information has been potentially compromised, they will send you an alert. I get cell phone calls, texts. Luckily, all of it's been benign. But as I said, my identity was stolen in the past. Listen, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But you can keep what's yours with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year. 25% of your first year by going to lifelock.com slash Bongino. That's lifelock.com slash Bongino. Get this terrific savings, 25% off lifelock.com slash Bongino. Thanks, Lifelock. You do a great job. So I was surfing through my various platforms for show preparation, Parler, Breitbart, Conservative Review, Drudge Report, Bongino Report. I go everywhere, Twitter, Facebook. I got to find good stuff. And I love to see what liberals and media types are thinking. And I saw this really stunning act of journalism from a reporter doing, <laughs> stunner, actual reporting. You don't see a lot of that these days, but I saw it this morning. So here is a blue check marker, uh, Nicole Saganga. And uh, it's a thread she put up on social media, apparently doing some reporting on down on how bad the illegal immigration crisis, dare I said it, Jen Psaki's going to circle back on me, the crisis at the border. She has a picture up of a holding pod. Joe, they're not cages, they're pods now. Mm -hmm. Pods, make sure you call them the right thing. Okay. Plastic line pods. Well, I'm not sure that's such a great idea um, in the middle of a pandemic, you know, the whole airflow thing. But whatever, the Biden administration doesn't seem to care too much about that. She says, quote, the Biden administration allowed pool coverage for the first time. We saw a, quote, pod, which was designed for 32 migrant children under CDC guidelines. 32. So just to be clear, the, this pod was supposed to hold 32 children. How many is it now holding, according to uh, Miss Nicole here? Uh, 615. That sounds to me like I'm not really that good at math, but sounds something like a 10, 20 times. I'm just Jeff. I'm wrong. I mean, the facility in general, she says, is at 1,700% pandemic capacity. Keep your kids out of school, though. 
Don't send your kids to school because that is definitely a danger. But allowing people to enter the country illegally, putting them in pens and at 1,700% capacity, many of them infected with the coronavirus, that's A-OK. But definitely don't send your kids to school with Joey and Bobby and Maria because that's when it's an existential threat to the United States. Again, if you're a liberal, ignoring reality and expecting your dopey, silly, stupid liberal followers to buy all this. So we're putting people in plastic pens coming from a foreign country, many infected with coronavirus at mass capacity, uh, uh, elbow, uh, excuse me, um, belly button to caboose. And that's no problem. No, no crisis. Saki circle back. No crisis there. But yes, your kid in school is definitely a crisis. You don't believe me about the coronavirus? Here's the, keep in mind, I'm, I'm, I don't know this woman's politics. I don't care to. But she's working, I think, at CBS. It was. This is not some, like, again, bastion of right-wing values. Here's Nicole Saganga again. She's, quote, the outdoor recreation area in this facility to hold the illegal immigrants uh, is being used to stage COVID testing before unaccompanied migrant children are transferred to HHS facilities. More on the HHS facilities in the next tweet. She says, we counted more than 50 COVID positive, but largely and largely asymptomatic kids waiting for their quarantine bus right next to a soccer game. So it's okay for 15 COVID positive confirmed kids to do their thing right next to a soccer game. But your kids can not only not play soccer, they can definitely not go to school because again, it's all about priorities, right? Priorities. All about ignoring objective reality is what it's about. How do you wake up in the morning as a liberal? I'm serious. How do you wake up, look yourself in the face and be like, gosh, I'm really stupid. How do you do that? Why are you so dumb? Oh, damn, that's offensive. It's true. Why are you so stupid? Have you ever asked yourself that? Why am I so dumb? Why am I lobbying for my own kids to be kept out of school while putting people in the country illegally who broke the law into plastic containers who were COVID infected in our country? Why? Because I'm stupid. Is there any other explanation? I'd love to hear it. I'm not suggesting Republicans don't do dumb things too. Believe me, the swamp is infected with stupid Republicans. But how do you look yourself in the mirror and say, this makes sense to me? By the way, on those HHS facilities where they're sending these COVID infected kids to in the country illegally, here's Nicole Saganga again. More than 2,000 migrants at the temporary processing facility in Donna, Texas, have been here over the legal limit of 72 hours. Believe me, if that was the Trump administration, everybody would be sued right now. But because it's Biden and liberals are dunces, they're like, that's a-okay. It goes on. Senior CBP, uh, CBP officials told reporters that more than 1,200 migrants are processed and waiting to be transferred to HHS facilities. HHS has nowhere to put them. No worries, folks. Jen Psaki, circle back. Definitely not a crisis. I know I'm a little harsh on the libs today, folks. Uh, but this is one of those sorry, not sorry moments because you really need a rude awakening. You know, when I was younger, I had some issues, you know? I did. I, I had a tough kid, whatever. I forget all that nonsense. But, I, you know, my upbringing was not always the greatest. And I was working at a store, let's just say, and I was complaining to this kid how incredibly depressed I was and how I wanted to just give up. True story. Like, I'm done. I can't take this. Life Life sucks. It was a, a, the black cloud. I don't know how old I was. 18, 17. True story. And I'll never forget the kid looking at me. His name was Anthony. And saying, listen, I don't really care about your problems. I need someone to cover a shift on Monday. And if you're not going to be there because you're all depressed and weaky and whiny and whatever, just let me know now. And I was like, well, I was expecting him to like, Give me a little, like, you know, the snowflake response. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. He really didn't care if it was okay. This is one of those moments for liberal tough love. And that's why I'm being really harsh today. I'm asking you a serious question. Are you always this stupid? Because when you look at diehard liberals like Justin Trudeau uh, from Canada, one of the really, uh, a human being so dumb, he's rivaling AOC in the, in the, uh, in the basement for the IQ race, right? So here's Justin Trudeau's Twitter feed. 
Whereas liberals in the United States are celebrating the importation of coronavirus infected people into the United States. They think this is great. No rush to solve this whatsoever. Here is a diehard liberal in Canada who runs the whole country, who if you're a Canadian citizen who dares to travel, he actually sent this tweet out. Again, this is not a joke. Justin Trudeau, blue check mark. If you travel, he says, and you come back and, and your results come back negative for COVID-19, you'll be able to head home and finish your mandatory quarantine there. So just to be clear, if you travel out of Canada and come back and test negative, you will be forced into a mandatory quarantine, even though you tested negative. Maybe you should cross the border illegally into the United States. It'll be A-OK. He goes on. But if your test results come back positive, you will need to immediately quarantine in designated government facilities. This is not optional. Head to the camps, folks. Head to the camps. If you are a COVID-infected Canadian citizen who dared to travel, you crazy lunatics, you will be sent right to the government camps when you come back. That's a real tweet. That's not a joke. But yeah, Justin Trudeau is a liberal. So when asked about the immigration crisis in the United States, him and his liberal buddies like, no, no, that's okay. Don't worry. You know, coronavirus, plastic sealed containers, people packed in, belly button to caboose. No worries. But if you're a Canadian citizen, don't you dare come back in the country right to the government camps if you test positive. But again, if you're a liberal, this makes perfect sense. I, wait, wait, I'm thinking, Joe. They're, no, their logic is everybody goes to camps. Everybody. <laughs> can You cross the border. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Immigrants, non-immigrants, plastic sealed camps, and then we'll send you to an HHS facility that has no room. Oh, gosh, this stupid is so thick with these people. What are you going to do? Mm. I don't know, Donnie. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, I promised a friend I would talk about this story because she's actually trying to do something about it. Quick hit here on, uh, moving on, by the way. Folks, you know, I told you the next evolution of leftist tyranny, right? There's going to be pressure on corporations in America on everything, everything, anything the left wants, tax hikes, your kids forced into crappy public schools, no school choice, government run health care so bureaucrats can crack open your chest. Anything the left wants, they have figured out they can pressure weak, pathetic corporate boards to get them to support. So a pressuring activist, as you can see in this Axios story by Ursula Pirano, Georgia activists call for a Coca-Cola boycott over GOP voting restrictions. You can see it in this story. This is their next evolution. And as long as corporate boards remain weak and stoked with wokeitarians, which uh, they have, you're going to see more of this nonsense. Well, one of my good friends created a website that's been blowing up, and I'd like you to check it out today. I'm asking you a personal favor. It's called StopCorporateTyranny.org. We always talk about what we can do to fight back. It gives you some very simple steps. On the website, StopCorporateTyranny.org, you'll see at the bottom there's a take action segment. It redirects you to free routes, which is an uh, which I, I have a relationship with some of the people involved with that disclosure. And it gives you some quick tools to both email and get active against these corporate boards and start to fight back and tell them to do this crazy thing, Joe, like Coca-Cola, maybe you should just sell sugar water and stay out of the whole politics thing. Just throwing that out there. You need to be heard too. Hey, we're actually doing good on time here. All right, moving on. StopCorporateTyranny.org. StopCorporateTyranny.org. Check it out, please, today. We need to fight back. All right, a little comic relief. It's been a heavy show today. Heavy show. Talking about priorities, contrast, the war on objective reality, Marxism, socialism. AOC, we took a comedy break before, unintended. This is a serious comedy break because I don't even know what's so funny about this. I get what's funny about AOC. She never knows what she's talking about and says it anyway. That's hilarious. But what I don't get is comedy in inappropriate times. You ever been at a party and this guy's laughing at everything and you're like, uh, is this dude a weirdo or what? Like, we've all been there, right? I was like, <laughs> no one else is laughing. And he sounds like the Joaquin Phoenix Joker character and everybody's like moving away. Like this is, well, we've got one of those in government right now. Um, Kamala Harris is laughing again. Um, at what? I have no idea. I don't know what's funny about anything she laughs at. Immigration crisis at the border. Uh, 
Now she's laughing. I don't even. What is she? I don't. Gee, what do you, do you even know what she's laughing about? This. I don't even remember. Joe, you cut the video. You, you even remember? Dude. She's always laughing. Yeah. What is so funny? Here's Kamala Harris in another fit of laughter about another serious subject. And she's like, <laughs> check this out. More people are seeing that, yeah, affordable childcare is a big deal. More parents are seeing the value of educators when they had to bring their kids <laughs> and say, we're not paying them nearly enough. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> right? Huh? The Rob Snyder dude segment? Dude. 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 The third, the what? The 50 ways to say dude? Dude. This is one of those confusion dudes. Dude. What? What? So what's funny about this? Your kids are out of school and they need childcare. She's like, <laughs> it's a, wait, is she okay? I'm not kidding. Is she okay? I am guest hosting for Jesse Waters this week on Waters World. So you can check it out this week. And I will be in the, in the host chair. And me and the producers were talking about this. Like, I'm like, do I do this? Apparently Jesse did the segment last week. Like, I, I guess uh, our, our minds think alike here, but. What is so funny? What am I missing? What is so funny? What is it? What, I don't, why is she always laughing? This is weird. She's clearly in charge right now as Joe Biden deteriorates rapidly, as the vice president is taking a leadership role in the White House. They even call it the Biden-Harris administration now. What the hell is so funny? All right. I haven't done a media lunacy block in a long time. So this is a quick one. Because some of you, my my loyal, awesome, fantastic audience of listeners and viewers, some of you get annoyed at these blocks and some of you love them. So I do it only once in a while, but I still find them kind of funny. Media lunacy block, block D of the show today, I think, or, or E or F or whatever. I haven't been keeping track. Here is a tweet from the New York Times who seems to have forgotten about a rather prominent secretary of state. They say, quote, Mike Pompeo is emerging as the most outspoken critic of President Biden among former Trump officials, ignoring much as he did in office. The custom that current and former secretaries of state avoid the appearance of, of political partnership. Where's Kamala Harris here going? <laughs> Mike Pompeo is the first secretary of state to ignore the tradition of partisanship, I seem to remember another one. I know, I, hold on, Joe. For a, Hillary Clinton, Hillary, Secretary of State, partisan I, I, partisan Did you miss that? Just throwing that out there, New York Times. Maybe you want to update that. Mike Pompeo ignoring the tradition. You mean the tradition just broken by Hillary Clinton, who I, Joe, can you fact check me? She was the secretary of state at one point, right? Check. Just check. Uh, John Kerry, secretary of state at one point. Check. Yeah, thank you. I'm just, I don't know. I, 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 I missed. Thank God for the New York Times. Yeah. Stunning act of journalisming. Here's another one from CNN. Check out this gem about Christy Nome's effective veto of the uh, transgender bill in South Dakota. CNN, this is not a joke. This is a real segment. Quote, it's, it's not possible to know at a, a person's gender identity at birth. And there's no consensus criteria for assigning sex at birth. <laughs> what is going on? Ladies and gentlemen, what, is, what planet do we live on? Are we living on like Krypton? Like what universe are we in right now? You don't know with the kid's gender at birth? Does the dude have a wiener or not? This is not hard to figure out. Like we've done this for like ever. For, since the, the, the origins of, contra, of consciousness and the breakdown of the bicameral mind, the Julian Jaynes book, right? If, if you read it, ever since we've been like conscious beings, we'd be like, one kid's got a wiener and one kid doesn't. How hard is this? How hard is this? This is CNN. CNN. Remember CNN? The It's an apple. Remember that thing? This is an apple. Remember that? 
right, I'm going to have to get to this infrastructure bill story tomorrow because it requires a little explaining and I don't want to take any shortcuts, but I'll just tease tomorrow's show. It's hilarious how, again, hat tip Eddie Zipper, how the New York Times is framing Trump's infrastructure plan for $200 billion versus Biden's infrastructure plan for $2 trillion. Hilarious. Wait till I show you. They're really concerned about the debt when Trump wanted $200 billion for infrastructure. But now that Biden wants $2 trillion, no worries. Don't even sweat it. No big deal. I'm serious. I'll show it to you tomorrow. A little short on time today. Folks, thanks again for tuning in. Again, I hate to keep uh, hammering this, but it's important. Our new terrestrial radio show, nothing's happening to the podcast. Don't worry. We're going to have those two shows every day. But the terrestrial radio show about to air on stations around the country uh, is coming up 12 noon to 3 p.m. If you want it on your local radio station, you have to call your local radio station or email them and ask for the Dan Bongino show 12 noon to 3 p. You're their audience. Uh, if you want to hear the show, it's entirely up to you. We will be on a number of stations, though, which will be announced on a station list on my website soon. So check that out at Bongino.com. Thanks for tuning in, folks. I really appreciate it. We'll see you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.